Welcome to The Whole Steward, the holistic approach to wealth from a Christian worldview. I'm your host, Andrew Stanton, and I'm glad you've joined. Did you know less than 3% of people have written goals? Did you set any goals for 2022? Did you achieve them? How about for 2023? I'll bring you a new angle on goal setting that maybe you haven't thought about today on The Whole Steward. This is episode number two, and I am very humbled that you are listening. If you want to get in contact with me, you can do that through the website, thewholesteward.com slash contact, or send me an email at letters at thewholesteward.com. Setting goals is difficult. The reason I say that is because it introduces a level of accountability when you have a specific goal set for yourself. If you fail to meet that goal, it can be humiliating both for yourself and before others to know that, oh, I said I was going to do something and I didn't achieve it. It's very hard. But if you can take the time and the effort to set goals according to God's word and plan as he wants you to, you will have a distinct advantage toward abundant success and great results will become inevitable. Think about the power of goal setting and the challenge that it presents yourself and embrace that challenge and move on. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. So why should you make plans then and commit to work on them? Well, simply put, that's what God's word says. That's what God wants. Doing this is right and proper in his eyes, especially when you align your goals with his goals and his desires. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Or Psalm 37.4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So think about this. When you align your desires with his desires, then he brings to pass the plans that you make because they are his plans. So if you can align what you're doing with what God wants according to his word, he will give you great success. Think about the men of God throughout the ages that knew this to be true. From Noah to Moses to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the Apostle Paul, for example. They made plans and worked to carry them out to honor God. And they understood that God could change their plans, but they still made plans. And Solomon says here, that the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. So commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Proverbs 3, 5-6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Now, how do we do this? I said I would come at it from an angle that you might not have heard before. This involves three specific things that you need to get clear on. And that is your vision, mission, and values. So let's start with vision. For anything that you set out to do or accomplish, you need to have a clear vision of what success looks like. This is the what of what you're doing. It's the target to aim at. It's the scorecard to evaluate. It's the guide for action. It's the direction in which you are headed. 
Zig Ziglar says, Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24-hour days, end quote. Think about that. It's very powerful. From Elon Musk all the way down to the store clerk in Walmart, in what they're doing on a daily basis for their job, they both have 24-hour days. So how do you do this? How do you go about setting a vision? You can do this broadly for your whole life, or you can get more specific on a on an area like spirituality or your ministry, physical fitness, family, business, finances, etc. Then you can drill down into one category, for example, business. And you need to define what success is. You need to define what it is you want to achieve. What is the service you want to provide? What is the product you are creating? What is the solution to the problem that you are solving? You can get very specific. Now, I have an example that I thought of, which was Tesla. They have a vision that goes like this. Quote, to create the most compelling car company of the 21st century by driving the world's transition to electric vehicles. End quote. That's very powerful because it is specific, but it also is broad for the whole company. What are they doing? Well, they are creating the most compelling car company. What does that mean? Well, it means that they drive the world's transition to electric vehicles. Think about it. Are they achieving their vision or not? Have they achieved it and they're still working toward it? It is what they are doing. And it's very powerful because now that's the guide for everything else. Next, let's look at mission. This is why you want to achieve your vision. This is important because if you don't know why you're doing something, when the going gets tough, you'll quit. You'll look at your wife and say, why am I doing this again? And if you don't know why, uh, you'll just stop when it gets hard. So it's very important to know why you are trying to achieve your vision. If you don't have a compelling why, you will inevitably quit. The reasons behind what you are doing are the most important because that's what will bring meaning to what you are doing. So let's look at Tesla again as an example. Their mission is, quote, to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy, end quote. Packed into that is the idea that they believe we need to be using sustainable energy. And they want to accelerate the transition to using sustainable energy, like solar, wind, hydro, whatever. So when you're thinking about your mission, your why, remember that this is very critical to get clear on because it's what will sustain you to continue trying to achieve your vision. And now third is your values. This is how you will achieve your vision. This is what you are willing and not willing to do to get there. It's basically your core set of values, and it's how you operate to achieve your vision. So for example, imagine your vision was to retire in Florida at age 70 with $5 million. But imagine at age 69, you robbed a bank in California for the $5 million, you stole a car to drive to Florida, and you retired under a fake name to avoid going to jail. Did you achieve your vision? Well, yes, you did, because you retired at age 70 with $5 million. But you stole and cheated and lied to get there. If your core set of values 
don't allow you to do that. You need to be clear on those values and they will be your guiding light as you work towards your vision. Do you see why they're important? So some examples might be integrity, love, patience, innovation. You really need to get clear on your vision, mission, and values before you go about goal setting. To recap, your vision is what you are doing, your mission is why you are doing it, and your values are how you will do it. If you can get clear on those, you will be in a much better position to start setting goals for yourself. Now, when we come back, we will get really practical on how you might go about doing this. And even if you've never done it before, it'll be powerful next on The Whole Stool. Hey there, it's Andrew. I pour a lot into The Whole Steward, and I'm so humbled you're listening. Did you know I regularly post new articles to our website? I also send the Holistic Approach to Wealth newsletter once a week, to which you can subscribe at thewholesteward.com newsletter. If you're enjoying what you're hearing on the show, would you share it with a friend or leave us a review? I'd really appreciate it. Oh, and thanks for listening. So we looked at vision, mission, and values, and now let's go to goal setting. These are the intermediate steps that you would take to achieve your vision. And every one of them should be aligned with your vision, mission, and values. So you have those written down and set, and you can filter your goals through those three things. If a goal is too large and abstract, you'll need to break it up and that is not too hard to do in most cases. I want you to think about harnessing the power of goal setting with these simple steps. And if you do nothing else, just do step one that we're about to talk about, which will alone be very powerful in commissioning your brain to start thinking about solving and achieving those goals. As a whole steward, you want to filter everything through God's word. You want to involve your spouse and consider your family and other important relationships like maybe your business partner. For example, as a couple, my wife and I take a goal-setting retreat once a year to focus together on this task. And what that does is it allows us to separately write down our goals that we might have for the year or for a longer period of time than that. And then we come together and we compare. And we say, okay, what does she want to accomplish that I wasn't aware of? And what do I want to accomplish that she wasn't aware of? And we come together and we come to mutual agreement on what we're going to do together and what we're going to work toward. That way I can support her and she can support me. And it breeds unity in our marriage. And it's very nice. So I would highly recommend that. Think about that with the people that are important to you. Sit down at the beginning of the year with dedicated time to determine what do we want to accomplish this year. Do it separately, then come together. It's very powerful. So in doing this, you want to write down your dream list. It's a list of goals you want to accomplish in this life, should the Lord allow. So what you do is include a hundred goals. And some people might say, well, that's too many. I can't think of all these things. But If you think about it, you can be as specific or general as you want, 
and list all the things that you want to do. You need to include anything and everything, but always filtering it through God's word. So try to be specific. So for example, not good would be retire ASAP with plenty of income. It's too generic. Better would be stop working for money at age 65 with 8K per month in income. Well, now you have a specific goal that you can work toward achieving. Not good would be support missionary work. Better would be give $20 a month to our missionary friend in Peru. You see how this works? The more specific, the more measurable. And that's what makes it difficult, but also so incredibly effective. They can be short-term, mid-term, long-term goals. They can be simple or complex, requiring intermediate steps. And if you have one that's big, then break it up and list the things that you know you would need to do intermediately to achieve that bigger goal. When you gain clarity on a specific long-term goal, your mind will automatically start thinking about what are the steps that need to be taken to get there. And then remember, as you go through the year, to revisit the goals that you had written down and set for yourself to make sure that you're on track, to see what it is that you need to adjust as you go, and you can adjust even your vision, mission, and values. Try to be as specific as you can so that they don't change a lot because then you will just not have any direction at all. Your goals, certainly the intermediate steps as things become more clear as you work toward them, they will change as you go, and that's okay. Just realign them as you revisit the goals that you're working toward. You can even have midpoints throughout the year that you agree to sit down with those same people that you did at the beginning of the year to see, okay, where are we at? What do we need to adjust to achieve? What do we need to either cut out or continue to work towards? It makes you much more effective in actually achieving what you wanted to achieve. Because you might just say, well, I want to achieve this. But if you don't take the steps to actually put in the work, then you are very likely to fail. I think that's why a lot of people won't write down their goals in the first place, uh, because it's very hard to look at a written down goal that you had a year ago and look at it and say, yeah, I didn't achieve that. But you should also be able to say, I did achieve this, this, and this, or I got most of the way there to this one, and we'll just wrap it up in the next year. So let's review. We learned why most people don't have written goals and why you should be different. We learned about vision, mission, and values the what, why, and how. Then we got really practical on how you could go about setting those written goals, making it a team effort and being specific and getting them written down. You might find this process to be harder than it seems and maybe not worth it, but it is quite the opposite, I can tell you. I pray you found this helpful today. Tune in next time as we dive into what is money? Is it U.S. dollars? Japanese yen, euros, is it gold, silver? I'll show you how it goes beyond your wallet or your purse next on The Whole Steward. Now that you know more, go out and grow. All content on The Whole Steward is for informational purposes only and must not be considered personal, professional, tax, or legal advice. Please consult an appropriate professional for individualized advice. Though we do our best to bring you reliable information, we make no guarantee on its accuracy. So you must rely on your own due diligence to draw your own conclusions. The views expressed by guests on the show are their own and may not represent that of the host. Please visit our website for complete terms and conditions. Thanks for joining us today for the holistic approach to wealth from a Christian worldview. This show is brought to you by thewholesteward.com.